We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With the seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell. Tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg. Yes. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkins. Yes. They did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? You're what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another live episode of the Pride Podcast on Spotify Green Room on your favorite network, the Blue Wire Network. I am your host for today, Malcolm, and I'm joined with my good guy, as always, Pierre. What's going on, Pierre? I'm good. What's up with you, bro? Man, I'm doing good, man. Just out here waiting for this Ravens game to start. Um, no Tyler today. Tyler is actually headed to Forge Field to. I guess forward down the field. <laughs> um, so with this pregame show, we're just going to jump right into it. We do have the inactives. And um, just really quickly, Pierre, we're going to jump right into you. Do you have the Ravens inactives? Yes, I do. So uh, safety, Darius Washington, uh, left tackle, Ronnie Stanley, and defensive end, Derek Wolf are all inactive. And then also Brandon Williams, uh, Justin Houston, Jalen Ferguson, Brandon Matabuke are on the COVID list. So those guys are all out today. Wow, that that's huge. Um, are those, those are the starters for the D line, right? Uh, Houston Williams and um, Matabuke start uh, in place. It's gonna, I believe it's going to be Broderick Washington, Justin Ellis, and Kilius Campbell starting in place of those guys. And on the edge, I think they're going to start Odafe Owens, a rookie pass rusher. Wow. So I mean that that that's actually huge. That's actually huge for Detroit with those inactives. Um, so just going into Detroit, the Detroit Lions inactives and. I am a little behind because I don't have it in front of me, but I have it all on memory. Um, it just hopefully I have it all right. Um, I know we have um, Trey Flowers out um, for today. Um, Jamie Collins also out for today. Um, Robert Saver Tom Kennedy is also out. And am I missing a person? Jamar Jefferson running back. Jamar running back. Jamar Jefferson also out. <laughs> yeah. all right, so it looks like our list is not too deep. Um, and we have those guys inactive. So it's, it's unfortunate. I mean, Tom Kennedy and Jamar Jefferson, they're, they're healthy scratchers. So they're not hurt. They're just not playing today. But Jamie Collins injured. And um, everybody knows the news. That, no, Trey Flowers is injured. And everybody knows the news with Jamie Collins. So um, that's, that, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, what do you think the Lions do as far as replacing Trey Flowers? 
So there's actually, I want to say something, Jamie Collins, uh, according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, several teams are interested but likely waiting for him to be released since they know Detroit is eager to move on. Even willing to pay salary to facilitate trade, teams willing to be patient thus far. So teams around the league think, are waiting for the Lions. At least the Lions are being patient, thinking the team could trade for him. Detroit is also willing to pay some of the salary. So this, that's something to monitor during the week. We'll see if they trade him or release him. But they just want to get him off the books. Yeah, I think his time in Detroit is done. I yeah. think everybody knows that. But going on going on to Trey Flowers. Yeah. How, what do you think the Lions do? Do you think it's going to be more of an Austin Bryant replacing him, or is it going to be Charles Harris? I think it's going to be What's Charles Harris team? because when you look at the last two games, Harris was active both games, and then Austin Bryant and Julian O'Quara kind of rotated, right? One was yeah. active, one was inactive. So I'm going to go with Charles Harris right now, but I wouldn't be shocked if they rotate all three guys. Yeah. I think all three guys give a different um, aspect of, to their game, and it, it makes it interesting. Right. I think um, I think Julian Corridge is strictly a straight pass rusher. Um, I think Austin Bryant is a good run stopper. And I think Charles Harris is like a mixture of both. He's like a little mixture of both in, in between. So I like I like what all three guys bring to the team. And for some reason, man, I think for some reason, I feel like it makes this actually makes our defense faster. If you ask me, because I think Jamie Collins, not Jamie Collins, I think I keep mixing these guys up. <laughs> Trey Flowers, I mean, they're two Patriots guys. Um, I think Trey Flowers it, it looks kind of slow in coverage, and and when he's you know in the outf- when he's playing in you know playing coverage, so I think this actually brings some speed. So I'm actually excited to see what they do, man. Yeah. Um. Just also a couple updates on the Ravens side. Jimmy Smith is back. He hasn't played. So I'm expecting him to start over Anthony Everett, the corner we talked about, their backup corner we talked about. And then I'm also expecting um, Dalen Hayes. He had, He's going to be making a season debut today. If you guys remember him, he's the rookie out of Notre Dame, edge rusher. Mm. So he's healthy as well. You think he may cause us some problems? Or no? I mean, that you, um, I feel pretty confident. I feel pretty confident in our own line. I'm not worried about the Elnese. I'm more worried about uh, Odafe Owe, the kid out of uh, Penn State. This dude won AFC Defensive Player of the Week last week, and he's only a rookie. So he's actually is, been is he, really good. Is he going to be going against um, Vitae? Uh, not Vitae. Um, Sewell or, um, um, or I, um, Nelson? I, I am not sure. Uh, let me see here real fast. I can tell you. So it looks like he'll probably be going against at the right tackle. It looks like he'll be going against the right tackle. So Nelson, uh, yikes! (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. yikes! So they'll give him some help. But uh, Malcolm, so we talked about the Ravens missing Justin, or uh, I'm sorry, um, Brandon Williams, and then Justin Matabuke. Those are their two starting defensive tackles, and then they're also without. Arguably their best run edge run defender, Justin Houston. So I'm expecting the Lions. We talked about last week maybe passing the ball, but maybe you run the ball up the middle on this defense. Maybe. I mean, now they're, they're pretty soft up front now. Now they're pretty soft up front. At first, we were like, all right, they, this is a top running defense. You know, they they got to plug up the run game. I mean, now these guys being out, this might be a soft area. Now we might be able to run the ball right up the gut. You know, yeah. create these big holes that we've been seeing all year. So I'm interested to see what they do. I mean, are they going to try to get a big lead and force um, Lamar to try to pass his way back? Or are they going to slow the game down and try to keep him off the field? 
Yeah, it'll be interesting. But with those two guys out, I think you kind of have to switch the game plan to more of a running attack because the Ravens are down, like we said, their top run defender in the middle, their top run defender on the edge, and that's just a disaster. They got, like, their third-string defense tackle playing. They got a rookie starting. He's played well, but still, I think the Lions could take advantage of that and try to control the clock and slow down the Ravens' offense. Your best defense is like when you keep Lamar off the field, in my opinion, today. Okay, yeah, I, I agree. So you're looking for more of a slow the game down, keep him off the field? Yes. And play, okay, play, you play to win the game. <laughs> um, I like I like that idea. I mean, as long as they win, I'm, I don't care how they do it, to be honest with you. But yeah, yeah man, this, this whole game plan is going to be interesting. Um, I want and and I want to actually bring something up. And I know we're going to have a lot of young players starting today and playing mm-hmm. today. Derek Barnes, you know, the big name that everybody's excited to see. You got the, everybody in Detroit that's been raving for this guy. We want him to get in the lineup, and they're excited to see what he does. Now, I just want to put it out there: he's a rookie. Everybody got to know he is a rookie. Now he's gonna. I think he's going to bring a different element than we had Jamie Collins, and he's going to play a lot better than we have with Jamie Collins. But he is going to make his fair share of mistakes, okay? He's going to make mistakes. He's a rookie, guys. I just want to let everybody know, just keep in mind, he's a rookie, <laughs> and he's going to make mistakes. So if he does make those mistakes, don't, don't, you, know, you don't have to be so hard on him, you know? Yeah. But I'm, I'm excited, man. No, I'm with you there, and especially Lamar Jackson. He makes, like, really good linebackers look bad. Like, he'll just yeah, run by you. You have yeah, to. So the Lions have you. They're young on the D-line, but they have to be disciplined in their gaps. They have to tackle um, because if, if the Ravens get the run game going, it's going to be hard to win this game. Yeah, it is. And I'm pretty sure that, they, you know, and I know um, AG has a game plan today to, to stop this run game as much as possible. And to contain it as much as possible, so I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna be do a pretty good job as far as stopping the run. I want to see if we're gonna if Lamar is able to gash us down the field. That, that's what I want to see. Because I think I think we're gonna do a good job against a run, but those passing plays that Lamar makes, are we gonna be able to stop though? That that's what I want to see. Yeah, the goal is to try to get Lamar into like second and long, third and long situations, and then you want to contain your edges. That's really yeah. important. You don't want to get him, let him get out of the pocket. If he does that, that that's when he like he gets dangerous yeah, with his speed. Things get, ba- things get bad. The, it'll be hard for the DBs too because they have some speechers on the outside. Sammy Watkins, uh, who am I? Hollywood Brown, Mark Andrews, even is a great tight end. So it'll be hard if he creates time for himself. The Lions need a pressure, and the Ravens have a really good O line. Believe it or not, even with Ronnie Stanley out, they're still pretty damn good. Yeah, they really good, and especially in that run game department. Good run blockers up there. Yeah. Oh, so, Pierre, do you want to just jump into these bold predictions and scoring predictions? I want to bring up one more thing on offense. Oh, go um, ahead, man. Wink Marindale, the defensive coordinator for the Ravens, loves to zero blitz. He loves it. They do it a lot. They're an aggressive team. And with their top guys out, like Justin Houston and Williams and Matabuke, I'm expecting a lot of uh, zero coverage. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions dial up some deep bombs today. Mm, okay. So you, you're putting the, the faith in Jared Goff. Not necessarily Jared Goff, but you kind of, if someone's doing a zero coverage, I mean, you got to win your matchups on the outside. The receivers, the O-line has to protect. Um, the running backs have to do their job as well, big enough the blitz. So 
it's a little on everyone. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Okay. I agree. I like it. I like it. All right, Pierre. Now going into those bold prediction and scoring predictions. Okay. Let me (laughs) read out the spread right now because I use ESPN, by the way, so... I thought it was, isn't it like an eight point something spread like that? It's something eight point. It's minus seven and a half Baltimore. Mm, it went down. Okay. No, it was eight, eight at one point. Yeah, it was eight earlier in the week. Um, I'm taking plus seven and a half Baltimore. I still don't think the Lions have enough defensively to stop the run. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm going to go with Ravens 34 to 23. Wow, 34 23. And then um, um, my bold prediction is Derek Barnes going to have a sack, a pick, and a forced fumble. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. It's bold, bro. Well, god damn. That is, that is, that is bold. That, that, hey, hey, that is bold. First game, I mean, shoot. If he, if he gets all that, give him the gold jacket now. <laughs> Let's relax. Give him the gold jacket. Um. All right. So, so the spread is you said a plus seven, seven and a half. Yeah. All right. So let's go. That let's do this. Um. I'm gonna go. Um. I, I think Baltimore does cover the spread. I think seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Seven. Seven and a half. Uh, I, I give it to Baltimore. And um, I do have Baltimore win this game. Um, I do. Unfortunately, see the Lions going zero and zero and three. I'm starting off the year. But I mean, I think we will see a lot of positives in the game. I think they're going to play well. But the Ravens is one of the top dogs in the AFC, and I don't know. I just don't see us doing it yet. I mean, I don't think we're there yet. So, as far as the score, I'm going to give it. Let's just say 35 
Let's say let's say thirty five twenty one. Um, Ravens. Man. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I believe Tyler. Do you have Tyler's prediction by you? Um, I could pull it up. Give me one second. He did say it. He did say it in in, in our our chat room. He did tell us. Um, P- Tyler said. I know he was covering. All right, so he said that. He has a he when he said it, he had he thought I guess the spread was at eight points, but he had him covering the eight points. So like eight, oh. the seven and a half, he has him covering the seven and a half spread, and he has it thirty eight thirty eight twenty eight Ravens. So we're all on the Ravens. <laughs> okay. Um but I mean I'm I'm hoping Detroit pulls it out. I'm rooting for the Lions to pull it out. Absolutely. I hope they do. Um it just, just we're just not there yet, guys. And I, I came to Realizing that last week that we're just not there yet. I mean, I should have realized that all along, but I, I, I've been giving us hope. But we're just not there yet. And this is going to be a tough game. And the Ravens is a tough team. So, yeah, that's that. <laughs> um, Pierre, do you have anything else you have to mention about this game? or No, that's about it. If anyone wants to come it? up and like. All right, yeah, so we, we have some time. We have about 15 minutes before I want to cut it off. And we can't let some listeners up. Um, but listeners, please um, keep it at at least a five-minute minimum. So that way, if there's other people that want to come up, we can bring them up. Yeah. So, um, is there any? Is there anybody? Anybody got something to say about this game? Oh, there you anybody? Go. What's up, Garrett? What's up, Pierre? What's up, Malcolm? What's happening? What's happening? Um, so I know that this may be more so a broad question, so you guys may not be able to answer it off. I may not be able to answer it right now because we're still we're like not even a month into the season. But this, this, is Jared Goff essentially playing essentially entertain? Um, like this year, is he essentially playing for someone else probably in twenty twenty two, if not twenty twenty three, or could he at least be with the Lions at least probably through maybe halfway through next year, depending on what the Lions are picking um in this year's draft or. Will the Lions keep him on the roster at least for maybe the next year and a half or so? Um, I think he'll be on the roster next year, but I don't necessarily think he'll start. We'll see. It depends what they do in the draft. Um, mm-hmm. Just the way his contract is right now, I think he'll be on the roster next year. Yeah. After 100%. that, though, oh, it's, go like, go it's go like, all right, we, we could make a move or something. We'll see. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, with the him being on the roster next year. Um, I think he starts the season no matter what happens. I think even if you draft a guy, I think Jared Goff is the initial starter. Does he finish the year as a starter? I don't. I'm, I'm not 100 percent confident they draft a guy early, but I think for now he is going to be a start this year, and I think he will start the season next year. Understood. Thanks for having me up, fellas. All right, no problem, man. Thank you for coming, man. Always. What's up? What's going on, Dan? Dan, whoa, Dan, 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 are you there? Dan, can you hear me? Okay, yeah, we can. Sorry about that. I I always have trouble with this app. So I wanted to ask you, uh, with this last week and everything going on, and I'm probably thinking about sort of the back seven, or you know, maybe the linebackers and the and the secondary with uh, Warley. being signed or called up, I forget. I'm not sure. But um, what do you do? You think they're going to probably go two, three linebackers, two, three safeties? I mean, if you like with Barnes, I'm not sure how much JRM is going to get much work because he's he's so good with special teams, but especially. But I don't know. You know what I mean? But I'm curious what you're thinking behind the D line 
uh, how it's going to play out, especially with uh, Lamar and his speed. Thanks. Um, no the Lions are nickel most of the time, meaning they like to have two safeties and three uh, corners, two on the outside and one in the in the nickel in the slot. Um, regarding the the linebackers, they did sign the linebackers off of the Bears practice squad, Josh Woods, and he's a really good special teams player. So if they do want to play Jalen Reeves, maybe a little on defense, they do have some insurance with Josh Woods. Exactly. I was going to bring that up, but yeah, you already hit it. That's exactly what I think they're going to do. So do you think, do you think, um, do you think Derek might spy Lamar or do you think they might do something else to deal with him? I mean, cause he does, I mean, obviously he's such an amazing talent and, and I completely agree that we've got to give uh, Barnes a ton of slack. I mean, <laughs> in, in Barnes we trust, there's no pressure on him at all, is it? But yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, um, do they spy him? That's... I think they'll do a little of everything, right? They'll blitz, yeah, they'll spy. They'll... Yeah, you can't. They can't do it the the whole game because then he's gonna pick up on it. And I think Lamar is gonna be Lamar, but yeah. they, we will see our share of spies and you know different angle blitzes and just trying to. I don't. I don't know. Lamar is a different. He's a different animal. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, guys. Thanks, hey, for, man, thanks for coming up, man. What's up, Jacob? What's up? What's happening, yeah, man? I have a question for you guys. So, um, uh, I don't know if you guys talked about it on one of the previous pods, but um, uh, did you guys happen to speak about what uh, Mike Valeni said on the ticket the other day? No, nah, we trading? don't. And we don't give that guy, sorry? Um, attention on this podcast. No, we don't. No, no, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't either. But do you, do you guys see? Do you guys see his point though? Like, is trading? I think trading Hawk is a terrible idea. But I don't. I think whenever you trade, I think um, oh, whenever ahead. you trade a young player in their primes like Ragnall or Hogginson, I think that's dumb. That's Those are dumb. your building blocks for the future. You don't trade the best center in the league in a top five tight end. Because um, then you're just going back to square one. Okay, we need a center. We need a tight end. Like with those picks, <laughs> you're probably going to draft those positions anyway. So why would you trade? Guys, where even if they get paid, they deserve to get paid. They're really good players. They're great players, right? Exactly. So let's say you do trade them. Then with those picks, you draft the center and tight end, but they're not as good, but they're on rookie contracts. I don't want that. Yeah. It, what's the point? Right, right. You'd rather have the What's, what's the point of trading a for sure piece for a draft pick who you're not really sure that's going to yeah. pan out? It could be a, he could be a bust. You could draft the center. Right. Pick three well, in the draft. And he could be a bust. Why would you do that to yourself when you have a for sure right. top what three top two top one the center best. in the league? The best. <laughs> why why would you do that? Right. That's, yeah, that's no, I agree the best. But uh, I was I was talking to my friend about it, and he said that Valen said something about Taylor Decker. But like I I agree in that standpoint. Like if you can't move Taylor Decker to right tackle just because of how good Sewell's been at left, like I see trading Taylor Decker to to a. That's you tough. could trade him to a to a off to an offensive line needy team like Cincy, who needs to protect Joe Burrow. And there's a guy over there who's a phenomenal free safety who deserves to get paid. In uh, Jesse Bates, and I think he'd be great here. And then we that yeah, way we don't have I to don't, see Will Harris on the field at all. It's, it's possible. It's possible. I mean, but this this is the way I see it. Just really quickly before we jump into the peers' opinion, just really quickly. Um, is Matt Nelson going to be better than Taylor Decker? That that's the big question. Even if you move Taylor Decker to the right side and he doesn't play as well, is he better than Matt Nelson? 
If the answer is no, then maybe you could possibly trade him. If Matt Nelson's going to give you a better value, then yeah, go ahead and trade him. But if not, man, why? Why would you? Why, why won't you just, you know, make your O line better? I mean, so, yeah, Pierre, so what's that. your thoughts on it? Here's the thing with Decker: when you have two really good left tackles, that's a good problem to have. Um, one will be playing on the right side. I don't know who. I don't know what the Lions plan to do, but I'll. I think Panay Sewell is the future at left tackle. Um, if Decker for some reason refuses to play right tackle, then I think we visit this trade discussion in the offseason. I don't think you do this right now. Um, we got to see how it plays out. We, we just got to see. Yeah. If I had to guess right now, I think Sewell will play at right tackle, and then Decker at left. In the next offseason, they'll switch them. So, so you, so, so, Pierre, you think they're going to move um, Sewell back to the right tackle when Decker? Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't do it, but I think they are because if we heard Hank Fraley say the other day. He said that Decker is the left tackle right now, but we'll see. I mean, they could change their minds. I mean, um, I mean, looking look at the first two games, I see why they would want Panay Sewell on the right side is because that's where they're running the ball. If you look at every, I say seventy percent of the running plays, it is going to that right side. It's going to, in that gap between um, Frank Ragnow, Halapote Vatai, and Nelson, and Nelson just kind of shielding his guy to the other side. But if you put if you put um, Panay Sewell to that right tackle, that right that, that's gonna be a wall that you could just run. You go pretty much um, moonwalk <laughs> to a touchdown. So I, I think I, I get why they would want Panay to the right side. It just makes yeah. the running game that much dangerous. Yeah, I, I agree there. But I also I also don't want to stunt like Sewell's growth, like because he's looked he's looked really really good at left tackle. So. Um. I, I just I don't want to stunt his growth Jesus. by I don't think keep flip flopping him back and forth from right to left from right to left because I I played right tackle in high school and oh, then I did. had to switch to left tackle mid game that shit is damn near impossible so I don't know it's how he's doing it in the league it's, it's, it's tough and it's it's kind of like with any position I played corner and like if you, you if you're comfortable on the left side and then you say all right now you're not playing the right side yeah, corner you don't want to go to the right it's, side it's it's not the same you know you, your whole hips and everything got to be adjusted it's, it's not the same I prefer playing the left mm-hmm. side to be honest just think of it like. Writing with your left hand versus writing with your right hand. Like if you're right handed and then they ask to write left handed, that shit's hard. You have to adjust it. To it. it is hard. It's, it's um, hard. And, and then regarding the Jesse yeah. Bates thing, Jesse Bates is a free agent after this year. I don't think the Lions would want to trade for Jesse Bates unless like he tells them he's willing to sign a long term deal or something. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That's the only reason. I, or that's the so only instead I of trade trading for him, for him but... you could just sign him in the off season. Yeah, that's what it happened. Well, um, yeah, yeah, no, that's 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 a good point. Hey, Jacob, they, man, they, I don't know if they're willing guys. to pay that much for a safety. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, that's hey, fair. Hey, Jacob, man, Thank thanks you. a lot for coming on, man. Hey, Pierre, do we have any more? Um, oh no, man, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, Jacob. Um, do you have anybody else? Because we got, I think we have one more. We have room for one more. It looks like uh, we might have Alex. What's up, Alex? Big money, Alex. Yo, What's up, man? I ain't got a question about the game, but. What do you think about signing Isaiah Wilson? Looks like, look, looks like he's trying to turn his life around. I mean, um, I think that would work. I think you bring him in for a workout if they really want him. I don't even think, like, this dude doesn't scream like a kneecap biter guy. He kind of, like, Dan Gamble said he doesn't want any turds. And Wilson basically quit. So I don't know if there'll be interest. If they are interested, I'm sure they'll bring him in for a workout, and then we'll see what happens. But I don't think that's going to happen. I just don't. Yeah, they want guys know. who are like hungry and want to prove themselves. They don't want quitters, and 
Wilson was like basically a quitter. Yeah, they want guys who's going to give 100% every single snap. You got to have that motor and you got to have that drive. You can't be a turd. Yeah, maybe now, like, maybe Wilson changes attitude and stuff. I don't know, but we'll see. I don't know. You could just post on Instagram, hey, I'm ready to come back, whatever, but actions speak louder than words. So we'll see what happens. You said you had a question regarding the game? No, no, no. I was just talking about Isaiah. Oh, that you just wanted Isaiah? Okay. Um, yeah. Shoot. Um, yeah, I think that's that could be it. All right. All right, guys. All right. That's a wrap. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm out. Peace. All right, y'all. It's your boy Malcolm. And, hey, we'll be back right after the game, either happy as hell or mad as hell. Um, join us. We'll be back right after the game on the same platform, Green Room. We'll be here, guys. All right. And with that being said, I am out. Peace. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.